Good morning to you all and welcome to our Comfort and Hope Worship Service at Selwyn Avenue Presbyterian Church. We are so glad that you have found us via Facebook Live or our podcast or our recorded services on our website. I am especially glad that we have a few Selwyn members here with us worshiping this morning. We have entered into a new liturgical year, Advent. It's a time of waiting, it's a time of great preparation, it's a time of repentance, and it's a time of hope. 2020 has been quite the year, not what we expected. And these unexpected places have caused grief in our lives, and so I imagine we need this season now more than ever. This morning, we come to God together to seek quiet in the chaos and to bring our grief and our prayers to God, knowing that God is present in our pain and hears us. So let us now prepare our hearts and minds to worship God. Please join me as you are able in our call to worship that's printed in your bulletin. Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you are my refuge, my strong tower against evil. Let me abide with you forever. Let me take shelter under your wings. Let us pray. God of mercy, God of all consolation, you are the one who comforts us in all our trouble that we may comfort those who are afflicted in every way. Be with us as we strive to offer the same compassion that we ourselves receive from you. We are grateful for the comfort that sustains us through Christ in the same way that Christ shares in our sufferings. Lord, your grief extends as far and wide as your love. We are thankful that as our voices shake with heartache, we can join together and lift our cries to you. We pray for your healing, presence, and peace. May your grace cover all. Amen. Oh 
it is in our confession where we realize our need for God and hope in God's mercy. It is in admitting the truth of our lives that we take the first steps towards healing and wholeness. So let us make our confession before God and one another in unison. God of grace, we are grateful that you love all that we are. We bring our broken hearts to you trusting your mercy to forgive the mistakes of our past, renew our spirits in the present, and guide our steps into the future. Our world needs your healing poured out over the nations. So let this work begin in us. Amen. Beloved, rest assured that the Christ, who is the Word made flesh, knows the depths of pain and brokenness. The same Jesus who had a humble birth and died on the cross also resurrected and told all of his friends to tell of the good news. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Amen. Let us pray. God, source of all light, by your word you give light to the soul. Pour out on us the spirit of wisdom and understanding that our hearts and minds may be opened this day. Amen. Our first scripture reading this morning comes from the Psalms. I'll be reading Psalm 42, verse 1 through 5. Listen now for the word from the Lord. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me continually, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I went with the throng and led in procession to the house of God, 
with glad shouts and songs of thanksgiving, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, or I shall again praise him, my help. This is the word of God, word of life. Amen. And our second reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Every time I hear or read this text from Matthew, I feel myself needing to take a deep breath and say thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for sharing words that I need to hear. Thank you, Jesus, for inviting us all to rest. Thank you, Jesus, for your gentleness. Some of my favorite stories of Jesus are stories where Jesus is, in fact, the tired one. In Mark 4, Jesus takes a nap on the back of a boat before calming the storm. Mark 6, Jesus and his disciples forget to eat dinner, and they're exhausted, and so he invites them to go to a quiet place to rest. We all have many names for Jesus that we like to use, names that we use when we call out to Jesus in times of grief and pain, names like healer, miracle worker, teacher, savior, and today I will add napper to our list. Because napping Jesus brings a great deal of comfort. Maybe you're like me, and I often find myself caught up in the busyness of life. Sometimes I make myself feel guilty when I take time off, or when I say no, or when I step away from something. And in these times, I try to remind myself of napping Jesus. I try to think about what exhausted nine months into a pandemic Jesus would say to me, would say to all of us. Maybe something like this, hey you, slow down. You can't solve everything today, and you surely can't show love to those you meet if you don't take time for yourself. This word about gentleness and rest comes to us during the craziest year. No one can deny or can ignore the changes that have been happening in our daily lives, in our connections with others. This year has brought more than our face masks and social distancing. And amongst all the grief and all the change, when the world is begging us to slow down, begging us to open our eyes, we still hear our jobs and our governments and our personal lives pushing us to speed up again. We all get caught up in the fast pace. And sometimes we forget that the problem 
lies when we place too high a value on our activity. We convince ourselves that our value comes from our work or how many things we can get done on our to-do list in one day. Mark Buchanan, who's a professor of pastoral theology, wrote a book called The Rest of God. And in this book, he says that there are some facets of God that we glimpse only through motion, but other facets of God that we discover only through stillness. I love this quote. (laughs) God in stillness. God in the midst of resting and taking care of ourselves. God discovered in a new way. It's hard for us to believe that our value is not tied up in what we can produce and how quickly we can produce it. And I know I'm not saying something that you all haven't heard before. As Christians, this is familiar to us. The fourth commandment. The commandment to keep the Sabbath day holy. And the fourth commandment might be the only one that when someone disobeys it, we actually praise them for it. Take God's name in vain, worship idols, steal, commit adultery, murder, lie, never. But work for weeks straight without taking time for yourself or keep yourself too busy to forget the realities of life, for that we give you praise. Why don't we look for God in stillness? The Jewish community refers to Sabbath from sundown on Friday evening to sundown on Saturday evening. As Christians, we've shifted the celebration of Sabbath to the Lord's Day on Sunday, a day that we set aside. The commandment to keep the Sabbath day holy and free from work is rooted in creation. We would rest on the Sabbath day because that's what God did. After six days of creating good things, God rested for one day, and that day was holy. So we rest from our work because God rested from God's work. And we rest from our work to show and to celebrate the freedom we receive by being created by God. We celebrate that we do not depend on our own work for our value. We celebrate God's love a love that invites us in with gentleness, a love that says, come to me all that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Jesus equips us. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble, and you will find rest for your souls. A yoke. It's a fascinating metaphor, really, that God's using, or that Jesus is using, because a yoke is a wooden bar or frame used to join animals by the necks and the heads together so that they can pull as one. It's a tool for work in scripture about rest, but it's also a tool for teamwork. Jesus realizes that the most restful gift that he can give the tired and the burdened is a new way to carry life. Jesus says, remember the Sabbath. Take upon you my working tool of teamwork, my yoke, and learn from me, 
for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Jesus is teaching rest and the need for community in times of heavy burden. You cannot pull a yoke alone. Jesus is trying to say, you don't have to carry it alone. Jesus is preaching grace and gentleness and teamwork. Jesus understands the load and he knows that sometimes it's just too heavy. I believe that theologian Tom Long says it best. Jesus's yoke is easy and his burden is light because it's the way of God. To come to Jesus is to be taught gentleness and humility. It is to join with Jesus himself in serving the world in the name of God. And it is here at the end of the day where we hear the divine voice of blessing. Well done, good and faithful servant. 2020 has been quite the year, friends. In your grief, God says, come find rest in me. The Sabbath allows us to stop and give thanks and praise to God, to look for God, to call on friends to work the yoke with us. I need Matthew 11 today and every day. I need to hear Jesus again say, come to me all who are weary. Come to me all who wear busyness as a badge. Come to me, you who forget the Sabbath. Come to me, all who grieve and fear what's next. Come to me, all who struggle to forgive. Come to me, all who seek answers but don't have energy. Come to me, and I, I will give you rest. May it be so in this place, friends. Amen. We are now going to enter into a time together of prayer and remembrance. If you are worshiping with us from home, we invite you to set a sacred place and to light a candle. And if you are here with us in the sanctuary, after Diane is finished singing, we invite you to come forward one at a time, keeping social distance in mind, and light a candle. Let us now come to God in prayer. Oh. 
Let us pray. O Holy One, we come before you with our anxious and busy minds to find peace in this time, in this place, to find comfort in your merciful embrace. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. O Holy One, grant us the space to rest our weary souls from the pain and suffering we have experienced in this life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. O Holy One, grant us the space to heal our hurting hearts from the loss of loved ones or those who are not in our lives from torn relationships or betrayal. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. O Holy One, comfort those who are sick from illness and disease and those who are hurt from physical or mental wounds. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. O Holy One, comfort those who have been excluded in our society, those who find themselves alone in this season, and those who have felt the hand of injustice. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. O Holy One, grant us the space to lift those things in silence that weigh us down. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. O Holy One, grant us the space to tend to our lives in a way that reflects the light and love of your Son, Jesus, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Peace the same. 
So now as you go from this place, may Jesus born in the filth of a stable, in the darkness of night, enter into our messes and our darkness and bring new life and new hope. In the name of Emmanuel, God with us, amen.